Hello everybody, welcome to our recorded audio playthrough of Curse of Strahd. I apologize in advance for any possible audio issues that may arise uh, in this episode. We're recording through Roll20, and sometimes people fade in and out, or people get far away from their mics. Uh, I've done my best to go through and edit it so it all sounds uh, smooth, you can hear everybody and everything. I apologize for any errors or mistakes in that. I want to talk a little bit about uh, what this audio is before we begin playing. I wanted to make a Dungeons & Dragons audio that instead of being as, as number and rules based was a little bit more narrative. And so while we are actually rolling all the checks, we're rolling all the attacks, we're rolling all the damage, all of that is happening, I have edited that out of our story. I know that sometimes people want to get into Dungeons & Dragons, but all the numbers are scary, and I want to kind of show them the experience you can have. In addition, I think it helps the whole thing to flow better, also cut out our, our table talk and our side comments that aren't relevant to what's going on. And... Uh, my last reason is that if I take all the numbers out of our audio, then rules lawyers on the internet can't tear me apart for how I run my game. So those are kind of the basics of, of what it's going to sound like. It's going to be the narration only, uh, the players saying their actions and me as the DM narrating the results. Uh, any rolls, any calls for rolls have been taken out with the exception of death saving throws for the simple fact that they kind of add to the narrative tension of the piece, especially when a player has to make them. For those of you who are interested in kind of the mechanics of it, uh, I will let you know that running through our Curse of Strahd campaign, we have a cleric, we have a fighter, we have a barbarian, we have a rogue, and we have a card caster, which is a homebrew class that I am allowing one of my players to use. So before we dive into our story, let me give you a little bit of background about what happened uh, before the recording kicked in. Brom Lionbrand is a young man who likes several things. He likes to drink, he likes to gamble, he likes to have fun. And even though he still lives with his, with his father, he, uh, he spends a lot of his nights out. He's a good hand at the deck of cards, he uses them to cast some of his magic, and he often stays out late at night, gambling, drinking, and just generally having a good time. On one such night, as he stumbles out of the tavern after a long night of drinking, he finds that he's a little woozy, uh, he's a little disoriented, and he tries to find his way home through the city streets, but it's chaotic, and, and as he's trying to find his way, a heavy fog rolls in. And as he stumbles around in this fog, he gets to the point where he can't even see his hand in front of his face, and he kind of stumbles up to the stoop of what looks to be an old house. It doesn't look like it's in good shape, it looks a little abandoned. And, you know, his drunken haze, he thinks to himself, you know, I should probably just go inside here and lie down. So he goes into the entryway and he slumps over in the corner. Three days later, Brahm's father, Leander Lionbrand, realizes that his son hasn't been home in a while. And while Brahm has a tendency to stay out, Leander always kind of worries about him. So Leander sets out to find Brahm. He traces his tracks through the city on his night of drinking. He talks to the bar wenches and, and the gambling buddies and the bartenders. and he, he kind of traces Brahm's route for the evening. And it takes him all day. And as he steps out of the tavern, he also finds that he's not completely sure where he is. And there's a thick fog rolling in. Stumbling around in the fog, he also finds himself on the stoop of this apparently abandoned, decrepit house. And he looks in the door and he sees a figure slumped in the corner and he steps in, kneels down, 
and and tries to wake Brom up. Brom, not realizing that it's been three days, only thinking it's been a few hours, does not want to get up. He is still slightly drunk and hungover, and he wishes to stay there. He, he doesn't want his father to bring him home. And the two start a little bit of an argument, and as they're having this argument, a third figure walks in the door. Qatar is a dark elf, which is unusual. He's a little uncomfortable on the surface, and he managed to find one place where he could fit in. It was a monastery of the moon goddess, Selun. He's grateful that the monks have taken him in, and so he works with them to kind of keep the monastery running. He, he's not a monk, he doesn't follow their lifestyle, but he helps out in any way that he can. One way that he helps out is going on uh, patrols at night to make sure that there are no bandits in the woods around the monastery, to make sure that, you know, packs of wolves aren't moving in, just generally patrolling, keeping the grounds of the monastery safe. One such night, as he's patrolling, he finds that he's been separated from his patrol group, and he finds that there's a fog, dense and heavy, rolling into the forest. He's stumbling around in the, in the forest as it slowly becomes less and less recognizable. Trees that, that were, you know, calm and peaceful before have taken on a, a ghastly, almost demonic appearance, and it's freaking him out a little bit, and he comes upon a house, and the house is odd. Because it seems like a very nice house, even though it's obviously abandoned. It's very nice to be out here in the middle of the forest. Besides which, Qatar can't remember that there's ever been a house out here in the forest. And as he approaches the house, he hears the sound of argument from inside. He hears voices, and he steps into the door. And this is where our story begins. You are waking up after your drunken bender. Yeah, so you you were waking up after a drunken bender. Uh, your father has just arrived. He was looking for you. Um, he's kind of, he just woke you up, and a dark elf just walked in the door and was kind of like, Hey guys, I'm from the monastery. I don't know what's going on. I'll stay laying down and be drunk. Really? You're, you're, you're still drunk? Absolutely. And I'm going to pull out a flask and take a sip from it. Is this your property, sir? No, we were doing a patrol at night as we do to keep bandits and uh, various dangerous animals away, and somehow I got separated. Would you like you know? some water, maybe, instead of that flask? No. Okay. I apologize for his behavior. Do you know whose property this is? No, and to be honest, having been in the woods a lot at night, traveling and uh, patrolling, I've never seen this place before. This is new. Probably, did you steal anything while you were here? Mm, probably. I go and check. What, are you going through my pockets? Yeah. Put a foot out and push you away. Don't <laughs> go through my pockets. <laughs> Alright, so as this, as this conflict is happening, uh, we shift our vision once again. Uh, Pileus, um, yes. you are, you know, you are wandering... Wandering around in the wilds as you do, uh, looking for looking for more people to help. You are, after all, somewhat of a folk hero. Um, right. You armed some peasants, helped them rise up against a uh, a tyrant, and you're kind of roaming the countryside looking for people to help. Uh, and you're you're camping one night, and you wake up, and your story is very similar to the others. You find yourself in a dense fog. And there, just in the edge of the fog on your campsite, is something you're sure you would have noticed before. It's a house. An old, decrepit, broken-down house. You step up to it, and you hear voices from inside, the sounds of a, a minor scuffle. So you, being the brave folk hero that you are, you push your way in, 
and you push your way into this room where there are these three people. Hail, hail, travelers, or occupants of this room. My name is Pileus. I am the hero legend. Cool. What's, uh, what, what'd, what'd you do to get that title? Um, I, I, I single-handedly armed, uh, let her armed resistance and overthrew a terrible tyrant. Now I am Hell traveling yeah. the lands, seeking for what my fortune. Riots are pretty tight. I've never heard of any rebellions or anything like that. Surely you've heard of, of my rebellions. Surely. Nope. Pileus Lyodon. Doesn't ring a bell. Pileus. But I'll drink to that. Okay. I ask what you're all doing in this room. Well, what are you doing lost. in this house? I came here to rest. Look, I, got lost I woke up here. The monks. You guys all showed up, as far as how, I'm concerned. How did I'm you end squad. up here, Bromley? The, the specifics, as far as I'm concerned, I may as well own this ten section of, ten foot section of room that you all have just invaded. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, th this room's getting a little crowded for me. I'd like to go through the opposite door. Is there anything in this room? Yeah, um, <clears throat> looking around, uh, there are some, um, there's a shield hanging on the wall. That's what you see right there. Uh, there's a shield hanging on the wall that has a coat of arms on it. Uh, the coat of arms consists of a stylized golden windmill on a red field. On either side of this, uh, two on either side, there are these portraits of uh, clearly aristocrats, noblemen, um, but they all have very serious looks on their faces. And then the door that Qatar has started to walk toward is uh, a mahogany-framed double door with panes of stained glass in it. There is no light coming from the other side. Yeah, this room's a little crowded. I'm, I'm going to go to the, through the other door and see if there's somewhere I can sleep. So um, Qatar walks through, pushing the door open, and you can see into a, a larger room. This room is, is much larger. To your right, there is a uh, curving staircase that curves upward. It's a, made of red marble. It's very, very lavish. Uh, to your left, there is a black marble fireplace. There is no current fire lit. Um, above the fireplace, there's a long sword, and you can see worked into the hilt, there's a, uh, a windmill symbol. Um, the, the walls in this room are made of wood paneling, and they are just sculpted with images of vines and flowers and nymphs and satyrs. It's, uh, it's clearly a very, very ornately decorated main hall. Um, I'm going to go back to the, through the doorway and say, hey, guys, there's stairs. If perhaps there's beds, we can just take different rooms for the night. Don't have to worry about anything, and, you know... Rumley Lionbrand, your mother is worried sick about you. We're going home. I am a grown man and don't need you to tell me what to do. I take it you two are some kind of relation? Unfortunately. My son. Oh, this this drunk man is your son. I am not drunk. I'm getting there. <clears throat> He's always just getting there. I see. You haven't been home in three days. Three nights. Oh, shit. You that for you. Yes. Whoops. Whoops. That's all you have to say for yourself? Whoops? Yeah. Is this is this what you want? Would you like the freedom to go? I I don't think I need your permission for that. You don't. But you still call my place home. I are you telling me to move out? Because I can do that. I hardly stay there anyways. Your mom would kill me. But your mom is worried about you. She's gonna have to learn to come to terms with that. Can I step into the the larger room? Sure. 
The door, he left the door open. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna Just hang out like in front of the fireplace. Is there wood in there? Like, could I light a fire? There appears to be the ashes of a long dead fire, but nothing that would burn right now. Damn. Alright, I'm just gonna hang out with my candle then. You said there's a sword over the fire? There is. There's a long sword hung over the mantle. Can I snag it? You uh, you walk over and you reach up and put your hand over the uh, over the windmill symbol on the hilt and you just lift it off its hooks. It appears to be a fairly functional longsword. Does it uh is it still sharp? Is it still got a blade and edge to it? I mean it's it's been dulled by time. It appears that it's been left here for a while, but yeah, it'll still cut. Can I? I want to like strap it to my backpack because I really don't know how to use. Long swords. I want to hang on to it. You kind of awkwardly managed to use some of the straps from your pack to kind of tie it together. And I'm going to stare at the fireplace as if there's a fire still in it. Prom just like sits down cross-legged in front of the fireplace and just stares into it like he's watching a fire. Uh, I want to approach Leander and just uh, ask him if, or, or ask if anyone knows who the owner of this house is. Uh, no. I found my son sleeping here. I would like to apologize to them and bid my farewells, but all I've seen is the four of us. Perhaps we should seek out the owner. There's stairs that lead up, and for what it's worth, I've been patrolling these woods for years, and I've never seen any house before. Clear, uh, I may have been drinking, but I'm not that drunk. This house was in a city. Good, sir. Uh, all right, so you pop this door open. You step inside. This is a dining room. Uh, it's wood paneled, just like the main hall. The same sorts of scenes carved into the wood paneling. There's a dusty crystal chandelier hanging above the table. Uh, it is dusty, although oddly you notice that there are no spider webs on it. Uh, the table is just covered with shining silverware and, and crystal goblets. Everything is polished and shiny despite the dust on the chandelier. There's a marble fireplace in this room as well. Above it, there's a mahogany-framed landscape. It appears to be some sort of mountain valley. Um, the only difference in the wall paneling between the previous room and this one is that this one has scenes of uh, deer among trees. There are several windows on the opposite side of the room hung over with red silk drapes. And then over here, to your right, there is a tapestry that depicts hunting dogs and horse-mounted aristocrats chasing after a wolf. I'm going to turn around and walk back into the other room. Nothing in there, guys. That seems to be a pretty ornate dining hall. Is there any sign of the owner? Nope. Just uh, another fireplace and a table set with silverware and uh, plates and stuff and a chandelier. That's about it. Can I? Can I actually walk into the dining room? If you'd like. Uh... Can I check out the silverware and see if it's like real silver or like fake? Uh, sure. Um, would, I, would I be able to spy that? All right, Brom, you walk in and you pick up a uh, piece of the silverware and kind of look at it for a second. And you know, you you can't really tell if it's real silver or not. Um, judging from everything else in this house, this should have been here for a while, and so it should have tarnished. But it doesn't seem tarnished, so it. It might be silver, it might be something else. I don't, you can't really tell. So, there's no dust as far as I can tell, so I'm gonna assume that this is like a shitty house, but like still lived in. I'm going to gather up a set, <laughs> or like a full set of silverware. Okay. So that I can try to sell it. Alright. But, uh, I'm going to try to cover it with my body so my dad doesn't see. 
Um, yeah, he is. He's actually two rooms away right now. So you just kind of you just kind of hunch around the table, pretending to examine each place setting and like slipping silverware into your sleeve as you do it. Feeling guilty as my son and some other companions seem to be walking from other person's house and just rummaging through everything. I'd like to start walking in after my son. Into the main hall, or are you going to follow him into the dining room? I'm just going to stay here for right now and keep an eye on everybody. And I can see him from here, correct? Yeah, he's, he just looks like he's, uh, he's kind of looking at all the place settings on the table. So are we just going to stand in some stranger's house? Uh, sure. Why not? I'm just trying to find out if anybody's here to, you know, ask for a room for the night or at least to apologize for him. From as you step back into the room, you all hear the sound of steps on the stairs coming down from above. But they're not, they're not booming heavy steps. They sound more like the pitter-patter of little feet. And you watch, you watch as two little sets of feet appear coming down this spiral staircase. And as they get, as they get lower and lower, you see that there appears to be a girl, probably about 10 or 11 years old, and a boy who seems to be about six or seven. The little boy is, is just crying his heart out and he's holding a stuffed doll. He's hugging it tightly to his chest. Uh, the older girl is kind of like trying to comfort him and they get down to where they can about see you probably about the fifth or sixth step from the bottom and they look up and the girl says are are you here to help us there there's there's a monster in our house wow what kind of monster we don't know we we haven't seen it but it howls at night sometimes our our parents trapped it in the basement and then and they're not here anymore where did they go we don't know. They're just gone. Children, where are your parents? They're they're not here anymore. We don't know where they went. And is someone taking care of you? Is someone here? An adult? There, there's a, there's a, our baby brother is upstairs, but it's just us. Well, you guys are in luck, because the famed hero, Peeland, is here to help you guys. And I want to point out the um. The high elf barbarian, yeah. Well, I think you mean Pileus, and yes, I am That's here. I'm one. here to save the day. You can you can kill the monster. Of course, I've uh, I've yeah, slain many a monster at different times. Uh, okay. Lead the way. Uh, we we don't I pat him on the back and say good luck, bud. Um, and can I cast can cast uh protection from evil and good? All right. So while so while you guys are talking to these children. We, we shift our focus once more away. Jeremiah Blackwater Rowland. You have been investigating a, uh, a set of mysterious circumstances that have been happening. And you, uh, you, you headed out into the, uh, into the forest. I will note at this point for all the players that the, for, the forests that the three of you entered from are all different forests. Mm-hmm. Just, just to, keep, just to keep that straight. You head out into the forest, and as it gets later, you notice a fog rolling in. And you try to turn back, because it can be dangerous to wander the woods in a fog. But you find that the fog is so dense, you're not sure where you are. And you get turned around and you get lost, and you're stumbling around when you come upon a house. It's old, it's falling apart, it doesn't look well maintained, but it does look like shelter. And shelter is what you need right now. 
maybe you can wait this fog out. And so you stumble inside just in time to look through an open door and see a man push an elf forward, pat him on the back and say, you got this. Got what? Uh, you all hear a voice and you turn to see to see to see another human who has just entered the room looking very confused. Have have any of you seen a little half elf girl? I've been searching for hours and hours and I mean these are the only children we've seen. I just extend my hand forward to the two children on the stairs. There are in fact uh, there are in fact absolutely nothing. There are, in fact, two uh, two children standing on the stairs. I'm going to point to the high elf. My friend here is on his way to go go, go find a, a half elf right now. You want to go with him? Can I go with you? Of course. You're in good company. Uh, I'm the high elf hero, uh, Pileus Leodon. Who we've all known and loved. That's right. He's I, I'm well known. Never heard of you. Surely you've heard of, of Pileus Leodon. No, I've Seriously? no. Seriously? Never. His reputation is well established. Can I can I roll a history check and see if I've heard of him? Guitar, you think, and you think, and you think, but you've never heard of a hero by this name. Yep. Nope. I thought about it. I haven't ever ever heard of you. No, you have. You just you just can't recall it. Right? Well, after tonight, after I slay this beast, you'll surely know who I am. So, so you'll do it then? You'll kill the monster? Of course. Lead the way. Uh, we, 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 no, we're, we're scared. We're not gonna go near the monster. That's, that's your job. Well, point me in the right direction then. It's, it's in the basement. How do I get there from here? Um, we don't know. Mommy and Daddy never let us go into the basement. It's not your house? Yeah, but... Mommy and Daddy don't let us go everywhere. Some places are we're not supposed to go. Is it possibly to the door to your right? To my right or the children's right? I'm asking the children. Oh. We don't know where it is. You're you're big people. Why can't you figure this out? And I just kind of hold my hand out towards the door. Well, it's kind of that way. Hi, um, Laius. Okay. Uh, well, the only way to begin is to begin, I guess. Uh, I want to check this door that I'm facing. You uh, you walk over, and you confidently open the door to reveal a closet full of black cloaks, and on a shelf above them is a top hat. Katar just kind of covers his mouth with his hand, trying not to laugh. <laughs> Clearly this when is a closet. When he shuts the door, can I be, like, just behind the door? Sure. Like, leaned up against the wall, too, so when he shuts it, I'm just standing there? Sure. <laughs> how'd, how'd that go for you, bud? This clearly is not the way. If if you just there... if you just look around, I'm sure you can figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna go wait outside because this is a monster in here. No, you 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 should stay inside. You know, it's it's much safer inside than we out in the forest. We'll stay we'll stay right by the, the forest. We're not in a forest. I've said Where... that like three times. You not listen to me? I was in the forest. Wait. Uh, okay, everybody, hold on. And I'm, I'm pointing to, I'm going to point to Braum and, and Leander. Where did you guys come from before you walked into this house? Um, we were coming from a city. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Helias. 
Where did you yes. come from? Where were you coming from before you came into this house? I was wandering the forest, of course. Okay. And you, new guy, what's your name? Just call me Roland. Roland, okay. Where did you come from before you entered this house? The forest, right okay. there. Three of us came from the forest. What, and two of you from the city, something's not I drink up. a lot, so I might have came from the forest. Um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm from the monastery. Do, do you guys know where that is? From where? The monastery? <laughs> no. I, I don't, but... No idea. Which monastery? Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna walk over to the kids and, like, herd them over to the fireplace. Is there anything I can burn? I mean, if you wanted to go into the dining room and try to break down a chair or something. That's a little labor-intensive for someone who's hung over. There are some black cloaks in the closet. I cast do. light. I'll toss some cloak. Nah, screw that. I would totally I... take the... Regardless of whether you cast light or not. I'm going to take the cloaks, toss them in the fireplace, I'll cast Produce Flame, and then I'll set them on fire, and I'll kind of keep the kids occupied while they talk. The kids just kind of huddle together. The boy does not stop crying, and the girl does not stop okay. just trying to comfort him and What's... calm him down. I take out the holy symbol that's familiar to Chris's character and hand it to the kid to give him something. I came from the Monastery of the Full Moon near Yao Pishao. Oh, I thought it was the other full moon monastery, Lunas. You know, I I have heard of that monastery. Uh, I'm from the north. That's where I'm. That's where I live. That's where this house is. No, you would be wrong, but that's fine. Well, one of us is drunk and one of us isn't, and I would be hey, inclined okay, to before believe the we who listen, is not stranger. Drunk. Before we start slandering <laughs> individuals, I think we should all take a step back. And collect our thoughts. I'm trying to deal with two small children here. You're supposed to have dealt with the monster like ten minutes ago. Can we, can we figure something out so these kids can go to bed? Listen, I, I'm a great hero. I am not a navigator. Okay, go try the other door. I can draw you a map if you need me to. Which other door? There's. Oh my other God! Doors. I walk over to the other door <laughs> and open it. Brom, uh, Brom strides confidently across the room. Puts a hand against the door, kind of, like, without looking, just pushes it open as he makes eye contact with Peleus. On the other side of the door, there's a, there's what could best be described as a man cave. As you guys kind of look in past, you see that there's yet another fireplace in this room. Um, and there are some, there are some, like, stuffed taxidermied wolves in here. As well as chairs draped with animal furs. There's an oak table in there that has a cask of wine sitting on it along with some wooden goblets uh some pipes there's a a chandelier again hanging from the ceiling so why don't you go poke everything in there and figure out if it's a monster or not oh you're talking to me oh no not at all okay yeah let's let's go let's all go together there's mo if there are monsters around it'd be safer to travel i'm yeah one. go, go I'm ahead here I'm staying in, in the area of the children. Would you guys like some water? I have some water in my my bag. We're we're okay. It's it's okay. We just really need you to kill the monster. Okay. We'll we will kill the monster. Wait, before we go, didn't they say something about a, an infant child? They said they're baby brothers upstairs. Someone should go retrieve the child. He's on the third floor. For a hero, you're really reluctant to go monster hunting. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I just think we should maybe do something about this lonely child as well as fight monsters. Listen, I, I will go get the child from upstairs. I don't understand why anyone would leave a child unattended. Uh, you guys do whatever. I'll be back. And I go upstairs. Okay. Um, so you come up onto the second floor. Uh, it is very dark up here. Do you want to light a torch or anything so you can see? Uh, yes, I will do that. So, uh, as you reach the top of the stairs with your torch, um, you see that there are standing suits of armor flanking two wooden doors um, on either side of this hallway. Uh, each, each suit of armor is holding a spear, and its helmet is shaped like the head of a wolf. Uh, the, uh, there's also um, yet another fireplace. This one looks to, to be an extension of the one from below. Uh, they share the same chimney. And hanging above the mantelpiece, there's a portrait of uh, two adults and two children. The children are the same as the children that talk to you downstairs. And um, the father is holding a baby, which you assume is the baby that you're going to get right now. There are two doors here, and the stairs continue up. Uh, kids said third floor, so I'm going to go up another flight. You come up to the third floor, and you see, uh, draped against uh, a wall directly in front of you, covered in cobwebs, is a suit of black plate armor. Uh, i poke it. As you step up to the armor, I need you to roll initiative. So, uh, I'm going to call you Roland, since that's what you asked the others to call you. Uh, so you step forward, and as you step off of the stairs toward this large suit of black plate armor, you see it just turn toward you and start at you. Uh, luckily, you're quick on your feet. What would you like to do? Can I shout, oh shit? That's completely acceptable. You all, from the bottom of the stairs, you hear this sound, because the stairwell is open. That tribe was in trouble. Uh, after him. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to, you know, stabby stabby. Okay, go ahead. This is thick plate armor. Uh, you can't just stab into plate armor and expect it to hit anything. So you kind of thrust your sword forward and just kind of ting into the chest plate. I'm going to pray this thing isn't going to stab me back. Okay. Uh, Leander, you heard the, the yell come down the uh, stairwell. What would you like to do? I'm going to move up the stairwell. Uh, you can probably get just to the second floor. Uh, so the uh, the armor reaches out at you, Roland, strikes with a mighty fist. So so this uh, this armor, you kind of ting your sword into its chest, and then it just like one two punches you in the chest. Uh, you feel probably a couple of your ribs crack a little bit. I'm legit. I'm legit gonna die. Qatar. Uh, you heard the cry, and then you, uh, you saw Leander just start bolting up the stairs. Uh, I'm turning to the kids and just going to, like, both hands, like, just stay here. It's gonna be okay. Okay. Alright, so you managed to, you managed to dash up, just barely passing Leander on his way up. Which brings us to you, Brom. Well, I mean, Dad's got it, so... <laughs> I'm gonna move into this room. And just scope it out. Standing just inside this room, you can see that again. There's a little, there's a little cask with some some wooden goblets on the table in between two fur draped chairs that are sitting in front of the fireplace. There are also two cabinets with closed doors and three taxidermied wolves. Meanwhile, on the walls 
are uh, there are stags heads and other hunting trophies hung up on the walls. Um, wolves are weird. Don't like that. But can I grab the cask real quick? Um, yeah, it feels it feels like it might be about a quarter full. That's good enough. And this is you know this is like a like a mini cask like a hogshead. I'm gonna grab that and start making my way back out the room. So on on uh, on his turn, having seen his father and uh, the dark elf dash up the stairs, Brom walks into the side room, picks up a cask, and walks back out. Brings us to you, Pileus. I want to eyeball the hero. Pileus, Brom walks back out of the room and like makes direct eye contact with you, as if challenging you to do something. Okay, I say, uh, I say, good thinking, Brom. Stay here and guard the children while we. Go upstairs and, and save that gentleman who was screaming. Okay, and I dash up the stairs. So, uh, Qatar and Leander, you guys are you guys are kind of you know jogging your way up the stairs, trying to get there, and you see Pilus just like zoom past you, like he is booking it up these stairs as fast as he can, trying to get to the heroics. Which brings us to you, Roland. I notice the hero behind me, and I say, "Hey, hero! Uh, good job being a hero and all." Uh, help me out here, maybe? And I'm gonna try to attack the armor again. Okay. I'm a bit rusty. I haven't fought in a very long time, so maybe this will be a little bit better. So, you're you're kind of starting to get your wits about you, and you see that there's a little, a little kind of, like, chink in the armor, and you slam your sword at it, and you just barely miss. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna die, guys. Ugh. Leander, I'd like to keep moving up. Leander, you make it. Leander, you make it to the top of the stairs, and you can just kind of see your your eye level is about at Roland's feet, and you can see this gigantic set of black plate armor like rearing back for another punch on him. He looks pretty beaten up already. I would like to cast sanctuary on myself. Roland, this uh, set of armor is gonna try to punch you a couple more times. It brings it brings its fist down into the side of your head, and you just lose consciousness. Um, and then, with my it, with my uh, somewhat dying, unconscious, going breath, I whisper, "Sarah." And then the uh, suit of armor steps up to the railing. Qatar, it's your turn. I'm gonna finish um, running up the stairs to the next level. Uh, you get up the stairs to see uh, Roland lying unconscious on the ground, having just been felled by a gigantic fist, and this black plate of arm, this this black plated suit of armor, standing still at the top of the stairs. Uh, I'm gonna take out my hand crossbow and shoot at the head. Okay, you uh, shoot at the head, but it's got a pretty pretty thick helmet on. You're you're crossbow bolt just kind of pings off of the cheek of its helmet. Brom! Um, I don't like that I'm alone with two kids now in this creepy house, so just as a precaution, I'm gonna cast mage armor. I guess I'm just gonna keep hanging out with the kids, try to find something for them to do. I mean, I don't want to leave the kids alone, that's weird. But I don't want to help. Haleus, the great hero! I would like to rage. Yes. I would like to run behind the suit of armor, and then I would like to Swing my greatsword in such a way that I can potentially knock this thing down the stairwell. So, uh, <laughs> those of you on the stairs, except for Roland, who is unconscious, you watch as this uh, this self-proclaimed hero 
dashes up the rest of the stairs, kind of dodges behind the armor, and, like, braces himself and just shoves it over the railing. It falls through the center of the spiral staircase down to the ground floor. Katar just kind of looks over the railing with both hands and goes, that one. Uh, Brom, you are trying to find something for the children to do when behind you there is this enormous crash and you watch as this black plate suit of armor impacts onto the floor in front of you. Good. Roland, I need you to make a death saving throw. Well, that is a success. Leander. Katar, right? Yeah. You got him? Yeah, he's fine. I, I, I can't heal him. I have nothing to heal him with. Just try and bring him back to consciousness, if you can. And I'm going to go down to save my son. Uh, okay. Brom and Leander. Leander has... Brom, you've just seen Leander dash down the stairs, which you're not completely sure what's going on. Um, right. But then you watch as this suit of armor gets up and kind of looks back and forth between the two of you, wow. takes a step forward and aims one hit at you and then one hand at your father. Yeah, so you're, you're you know, this is surprising to you, but you're ready for it. You're slick. You know, you've gotten your way out of fights before. You just kind of duck the fist, and you watch as this very slow fist, you duck it, it continues all the way around, and, you know, your father just sees it coming and just, like, steps out of the way. Which brings us to you, Katar. So, yeah, I'm going to run over to Roland and, uh... See, see how he's doing. You're trained to put holes in people and and bludgeon people and beat people down. You're not trained to put them back together again once they're broken. And you, you really don't know where to start with this guy. I mean, he's not bleeding anywhere. He just looks like he's been hit really hard. You're, you're not really sure what to do. So I'm just going to, my hands are moved over rolling. I'm checking him out, see how he's doing. I'm going to look at Paelius and be like, I don't know. He's unconscious. Do you know you're a hero. Can you? I'm assumed you've healed people. Uh, I am. I am not much in the ways of healing. Well, heroes also help people. So rather than just killing something, you know, you want to try to see what you can do. Shifting focus for just one moment before we get back to you, Pylius. Uh, Brom, there's a gigantic black-plated suit of armor who just whiffed on you and your dad standing in front of you. Can I put a hand out and cast Shocking Grasp? You reach out, and your hand crackles with electricity as you slam it into this thing's, like, stomach area, and you watch as it kind of jolts once and makes no other response. Back up to you, Pylius. Do I know if that thing is alive or dead from here? You probably heard it, like, crashing around downstairs as it took a couple steps. Oh, I put the kids behind me, by the way. Well, the kids were over by the fireplace earlier, okay, so I assumed, I assumed they were still over there. I, I turned to Qatar and I'm like, listen, uh, I, I, there's, there's still danger afoot. Uh, I'll be back. We need, we need to take care of this monster. And I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to dash back downstairs. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my extra long guts from Berserk style greatsword. I'm going to swing at it, trying to knock the helmet off of it. I guess. You reach out and you try to hit this thing where the head meets the body and you just you clang off the helmet it's it's a it's kind of a long reach for you and it's difficult to pinpoint strike you just haven't managed to uh to damage it uh roland make another death save i will survive that is another success leander um i would like to take my shield and actually interpose uh between brom and the shield and just be a shield fuck off dad 
So this animated armor, seeing you now as the clear target, Leander, is going to go ahead and try to do a one-two punch on you. So it takes its fist and it swings at you and your magic kind of deflects it and it flies past you and just barely misses Brom. So the first punch, the magic deflects it, just barely missing you. The second punch, the magic deflects it like right into you as it's not able to, to punch your father and instead has to punch Good. you. Boy, that backfired. Qatar. I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to take a harder look at him and see if I can help him out in any way. You, you, you know what? Again, you are not good at this. Okay. You, yeah. you. Again, he's not bleeding anywhere. Like, if he was bleeding, you could stop the bleeding. But this is all, like, bruised and battered. And what even is this? Okay, and then do I see where the, uh, ar- like the wall where the suit of armor came from? There's a blank space of wall. Um, I want to just investigate that and see, like, see if I can see anything on there. Um, you're looking, you're looking at these, this oak paneled wall, right? And on Mm -hmm. this oak paneled wall, there are scenes of, uh, trees and falling leaves and little forest animals frolicking through the meadows. And you step forward to kind of examine the panel more smoothly and you begin to notice details you didn't see before. Uh, as you look up at the trees, you see what look like tiny corpses hanging from the trees and, and disgusting little worms bursting up from every inch of the ground. What looked like grass is actually worms. And what looked like leaves on the trees actually turn out to be dozens of tiny hanging corpses. Fuck. Uh, oh, shit. I say to myself. Is this all, all uh, over or just that one area? Um, that... that's, that's, the, that's in this, in this room. Oh, okay. Shit. Because the scenes have been different in every room. Yeah. Uh, can I turn and dash down the stairs? All right, so you uh, you walk up to the walls and you notice how creepy they actually are, and you turn around, leaving Roland lying on the balcony, and you rush down the stairs. Brom, it's your turn. I'm gonna do shock and grab. Okay. All right. <laughs> Once again, Brom reaches out his hand, crackling with electricity, and hits the armor. Again, there's a tiny little jolt, and no further reaction. Oh, good. Peleus, yep. uh, you might want to get a little bit closer before you try to attack it this time. I mean, if so you want to jump it, over that railing to the ground, you can do that. Could I do it in like in like a, a badass like sword swinging way down on <laughs> top of that thing? Oh, you want to jump onto the thing? Yeah, with my sword, like a like a link style downward strike. <laughs> so you jump off of the staircase, swinging your sword at the suit of armor. Uh, but here's the thing: you realize this uh, just about the moment your feet leave the stairs. Great swords are really big and long, and you don't really have an, anything to like push off to swing it. And so you kind of swing, you kind of swing at it, and your your sword clangs off its armor, and then you kind of awkwardly like slam into it and uh, and kind of stumble back over this direction. You don't fall down, but you're a little like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah, I, I wasn't high enough. This is this is a classic Pileus. All right, uh, Roland, one more death save. I will survive. Yes. And that's a success. So with your third successful death save, you uh, you open your eyes and you're still beat up and sore, but you are awake. Unfortunately, you are prone and you won't be able to take your turn. Uh, which brings <laughs> us to Leander. You have just watched as your magic deflected blows from you and directed them towards your son. And I will angrily turn to the armor and hit him with my mace which is magical by the way if that matters in any way shape or form okay uh clang right off the armor 
Yeah, that sounds like a magical hit right there. There's kind of a dull echo through the armor. Alright, <clears throat> so the uh, the armor brings a massive fist down into you, Leander, and then it aims another one at you. So the one-two punch, the first one connects, but you like you kind of stagger back against the wall and it can't reach you and the next one whiffs. Katar! Uh, I'm going to keep going down the, uh, the stairs. I'm going to yell out, guys, something is very wrong here. And, like, there is a, this is the creepy house, you guys. As I'm yelling that, I see the armor, and I'm going, my crossbow didn't work. I'm going to pull up my short sword, and I'm just going to, like, swing away and see if I can just hit him. You came running down the stairs, yelling, this house is creepy! You see this thing? You kind of stow your crossbow, whip out your short sword, and just drive it into this thing's, like, armpit as it's just raised its arm to strike. And you feel it kind of sink into... It doesn't feel like there's flesh underneath this armor, but you definitely, like, hurt whatever is making this armor move. Brom. Well, my instincts say to do shock and grasp again. So you reach out, you slam your hand into its stomach for a third time, crackling with electricity... And you watch as the entire thing just, like, freezes in place for a second. And then it slowly begins to move again. Pileus! Fuck me. Alright, yeah, you now have this thing grappled. Congratulations. Sweet. Alright, put in such a way, like, where, like, its arms and legs are, like, not able to be wobbling around. Okay. It's a little bigger than you, but you're doing your best to kind of hold it back. Roland, who just woke up at the top of the stairs... I get up, and I realize that the armor is gone, and I have no idea what that means, so... You probably, you probably heard some crashing from downstairs. I hear it now. Um, so I'm gonna keep looking for this kid, because... You kind of go down, go down the hallway, and to your right, you see a door. Uh, you open this door to see what appears to be the master bedroom of this house. The the double doors to this room have dusty panes of stained glass set into them, and the, the designs in the glass are a little bit abstract, but they kind of resemble windmills. Uh, you walk in, this room is dusty and filled with cobwebs, and uh, it's it, it has not been used in a very long time. There's a four-poster bed with embroidered curtains and, and veils that are hanging down that are kind of torn. Um, there's a couple... Empty, matching wardrobes. Uh, there's a vanity sitting there, kind of a little little makeup table with a mirror. It's got a little box sitting on it and a padded chair. There's a tiger skin rug that's lying on the ground that looks like it's kind of moth-eaten and rotting. Uh, and then, of course, there is a the ubiquitous fireplace. And above the fireplace, there is a portrait of a rather stern-looking man and women and woman. Obviously, these children are being neglected this house is filthy is there anything in the bed no there there's no sign of any any uh any life at all in this room so like is there dust on the floor it looks like you were the first to disturb the dust in this room in a very long time gonna plan to keep searching other rooms okay so that brings us to leander i am going to cast word of radiance so, uh, Leander, you, you brandish your shield, and the anvil on it begins to glow, and the, uh, the suit of armor kind of staggers back as burning radiance erupts out of your shield and washes over it. It really didn't like that. 
So it's going to keep trying to punch you because you are the most annoying thing. So then can I cast your wounds on myself? Or your son. I was going to say, your son has really been beaten up. That was my first thought. He's like, oh, he's going to save his son. Me too. I mean, I could. You could. Your poor son who's coughing up blood. <laughs> of course I would. I would. You reach over with your shield arm to clap your son on the shoulder, healing him. You watch as his, as his wounds and his bruises just kind of fade off of his skin. He stands a little bit straighter. And you turn back just in time to see a gigantic fist headed your way and smash into the wall behind you. Leaving, leaving that fist into the wall, it tries to pin you with its other fist. And that one is pulled back at the last second by a Pileus on its back, just like wrestling its arms. Uh, Qatar. Cool. So having seen and kind of felt that when I stabbed it in the armpit, I felt like I actually attacked something in there. I'm going to uh, pull my sword back again and go for another attack, this time trying to stab one of its arms. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit easier to go for the arm this time because Pileus is kind of wrestling the arms to keep them, to keep them kind of restrained. Guitar Trasiman, how do you want to do this? Oh, oh. yeah. So I'm going to stab him through the arm and then just kind of pull the sword up through the little gaps in the armor and up to, like, uh, his, his neck area if I can. Yeah, so you all see as Qatar takes his short sword jams it into the same spot he did before and then like in this smooth graceful twisting motion twists his sword all the way up from the armpit up to the top of the shoulder and you watch as this thing's arm falls free clangs to the ground and then it kind of stumbles back and falls forward onto its face Hylius like is now lying on top of it on its back there's a pause and it doesn't move anymore Okay, you guys, you guys, you guys, guys, this, this house is, is not, clearly it is not what we think it is. That, that upstairs, it looked like a nice little painting, a little, little wall relief of, of, of fields with like, you know, um, um, uh, animals and things, and it was not. There were corpses hanging from trees. The, the grass was made of war. This is not a normal house. Okay, cool. And I just kind of shoot him a look like, what the actual fuck did you just say? So, uh, Brom, you turn back to look at the children. You see them kind of huddled on the hearthstones next to the dying embers because it turns out cloaks don't burn for very long. And yeah, the, the little boy is kind of huddled into his, into, his little sis, into his big sister's arms and she's just holding him and they're both just staring at you guys. You guys okay? You guys all right? Everything's cool? We got rid of the monster? Yeah, we're okay. That's not the monster, though. Okay. The monster's in the basement, and that's the suit of armor from the top of the stairs. Okay. We didn't well, know it was alive. It was gonna kill us. We didn't know it was alive. We've never seen it move before. I thought you lived here. We do. I'm going to uh, make my way kind of back up the stairs. Uh, you make it up to the top of the stairs, and you notice that Roland's body isn't there anymore. And just about that time, you see him kind of walk around the corner. Oh my god, you're okay. Oh, good. Uh, what happened to that armor thing? I heard some sounds uh, before. Great hero Pileus, whatever, he knocked him over the banister, and we killed it. Um, that being said... This is not a normal house. Take a closer look at the uh, 
the the wall to your uh, to your right. Uh, I do. Yeah, and with with Katara pointing it out to you, you can also see that the leaves on the trees are tiny corpses, and that the grass growing up from the ground are actually worms. The fuck! This is inappropriate for children. Yeah, what, I sure in, they don't come up here. What was in that room that you just went into? A whole lot of nothing. Dusty is. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go to the door. I'm not actually gonna go in. I'm gonna go to the door and just I, I want to see what I can see. Uh, so it looks very, very similar to what he saw. It's just a dusty, covered uh, master bedroom. The only footprints on the floor look like Roland's as he stepped in. Rotting tiger skin on the floor. Uh, a little, little like makeup table with a little closed box on it. Two, two uh, open and empty matching wardrobes. A uh, big four-poster bed with kind of like silky veils hanging down that look like they're they've got holes in them and they're rotting. And there's a there's a painting on the wall, isn't there? There is. There's a painting of a very stern-looking uh, man and woman. You notice a similar painting on the second floor landing, but the the one on the second floor landing was the whole family. This is just apparently the mother and father. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna just slowly back out and and. Uh, back next to Roland. You, is that the only room you've been in? Yeah, so far. Okay. Um, okay. I really want to find out where this child is. Uh, sure. I'm worried with the condition of this house. You're right. Uh, this is. There's something definitely wrong here. We should. Yeah. Uh, we should try the other two doors and see if we can find this child. So um, let's go together. You want to take? Yes. While they're while they're searching upstairs, is there anything the rest of you want to do? Yes. yes, I want to take a professional interest in the um, suit of armor and inspect it. Uh, what are you looking for? Just the, the suit of armor? Yeah, I mean, um, is it, what kind of armor is it? Is there anything inside of it? Could this be worn? It is, uh, it is empty on the inside. It looks like a, a gigantic set of plate armor. And honestly, to your rather experienced blacksmithing eyes, it looks more decorative than functional, but there was clearly some sort of magical force making it go. I will um, take the helmet and put it on. It's a it's it's a little big for you. That's fine. I have a backpack. I'll actually carry it in my backpack. I just wanted to see. I'll take the, the helmet. Tar and Roland, you're going to open this door right here. Pop the door open, and there's kind of a little hallway into, uh, into a room. Okay, ah, roll initiative. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna die again, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Roland, as you step into the room, you notice that this uh, appears to be kind of servants' quarters. Uh, again, very dusty. There's a, a very nice bed here. Uh, there appear to be a couple a couple doorways off to your right. The thing the thing is is that uh, as soon as you walk in, you see this kind of ghostly figure off to your left and you turn to face it and it appears to be a very thin skeletal young woman as it charges at you luckily you've got uh Qatar, you hear this screech what do you do i'm going to grab the back of his like shirt cloak whatever and just like pull him back through the door having like heard this uh roland are you going to are you going to resist this no okay you can move half your movement speed while dragging him yeah, I'm gonna drag us out as far as I possibly and then can I yell yell down the banister at the same time? Guys, we got another problem up here. Uh Roland, it's your turn. You saw this figure and then immediately you kind of felt yourself 
uh, Looney Tune style yanked backwards and down the stairs, and you've just kind of been going along with it because you want to get away from this thing. Yeah, I um, I don't need to die today. Uh, <laughs> so can I drag <laughs> guitar down the stairs the rest of the way? <laughs> so like. So, like, as you get to the stairs, you kind of, like, turn around and you, like, grab him. And, like, he's pulling and you're pushing. And you guys just kind of stumble down the rest of the stairs together. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I... We need to talk to these. So, uh, what's up with the ghost thing, kids? They, uh, they look at you... They look at you confused. Like, I feel like this house is trying to kill us. Um... Is there something you need to tell us? You guys are standing kind of at the bottom of the stairs, and you've seen Roland and Katar kind of stumble down the stairs, pushing, pulling each other. It's very chaotic. Uh, uh, Pileus, you look up the stairs, and you see descending right over your head, descending straight down the stairwell, is this creature, and it lands next to you, and it reaches out and tries to grab you. Uh, and you, using your, your battle instincts, you manage to uh, kind of dodge it. Peleus, it's your turn. All right, well, I'm going to take a swing at it. Uh, you swing you swing your sword at it, and, and it seems like it kind of flows backward, so the tip of your sword just barely misses it. And then it kind of leans forward and bears its non-corporeal teeth at you. Uh, Katar. Yeah, um, I'm going to take out my hand crossbow again and just, like, shoot center mass. Your hand crossbow, it, again, it just kind of flows out of the way, and you hear the crossbow bolt ting off the wall behind it. Roland, as a note, you can't actually attack it from where you are because the, you're up on the banister and it's down on the floor. And it, if you move away from it, it won't get an attack of opportunity on you because you're not actually in melee right now. Can I hold an attack action until it moves within range? Sure. So Roland just kind of like readies himself, holding his holding his sword. Leander, um, I'm gonna pull out my light crossbow and try to shoot with it. Again, flows out of the way. This bolt ting off the wall behind. Uh, it's gonna reach out with its ghostly hand one more time. Try to hit Pileus. Pileus, it reaches out. And you kind of, as it as its hand brushes your shoulder, you feel this cold sensation take over your body. And you feel like your health just kind of being sucked from you. You all watch as, as, as it hits, as its hand touches Pileus. He just kind of like physically shrinks and shrivels a little bit. Brom. Okay, I'm going to throw a card in. You know, you're still a little bit drunk. And your card kind of flies off in an errant direction. Cool. That worked out. Uh, which brings us to you, Pileus. Alright, so I'm on the road to death. I mean, shit, might as well just go out uh, <laughs> raging. So just go for the hardest swing I have. As you swing your sword, it actually, this time, it doesn't dodge fast enough. And you feel your sword, it, your sword slices through it, but it meets some resistance. You watch as your sword almost cuts a hole through this thing, like cutting through smoke. And it kind of, it kind of lets out a screech of pain and like twists back on itself. Tar. Uh, I'm reloading my crossbow and I'm going to try to shoot it again. I'm going for the head. Uh, Katar pulls out his hand crossbow, steadies it across his other arm, takes a shot. It passes straight through the thing's forehead, 
And again, you see that it encounters a little bit of resistance, and this thing kind of tosses its head back and then comes forward. You can see that its uh, its form is kind of kind of dissipating. You can see through it a lot more than you could see through it before. Roland, I have things to live for. I'm gonna stand on top of this. Okay. Can I stand on it? Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sneak attack this thing. You're trying to keep yourself safe, and as you know. It's not as safe, you know, if you try to be safe, sometimes your attacks don't strike, and your 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 rapier just kind of whips and misses. Leander, so you guys watch as, as Leander puts another bolt into his crossbow, raises it, and sends a bolt through the thing's head, and as the bolt passes through its head, the creature dissipates into nothing. Good job, guys. I'm just, Katara's just sitting down on the floor, he's pulling out his... Water skinning, taking him just a long drink, closing his eyes. You know what? That's a good idea. I think I shall hydrate too. And I pull out a flask and take a sip from it. Okay, can you guys stop just roaming around and finding enemies for us to encounter? Not looking for enemies. I'm looking for a child. I don't for a baby. Obviously, I don't I don't know if there actually is one in this house. I He's in the nursery. Where is the nursery? The nursery is upstairs. It's just off of the nursemaid's room. Which room is that? Take us there. I'm assuming, guys, that was the nursemaid. If that's the nursemaid, I'm not sure we want to see this child. Did that figure that just died again, because clearly it died, did that look familiar to you kids? No. I'm saying I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Way to restore my maximum HP. Uh, you guys are gonna have to take an eight-hour-long rest here in this creepy house. Should we just check out the monster in the basement? Clearly, they seem to be doing okay, and go on from there. Um, I don't think I'm in any condition to go in this basement. So okay, well, take I will not. Well, uh, then we may need to find a way back to our respective homes at this point. If if we don't want to go any further. Okay. That involves that's, that's opening. Fine, dude. That involves opening more doors, though. What to get home? There's only one more to open. No, you can just go up the front door if you're done. Dude. Just the way, leave. The way we, yeah, the way we came, came in. Who wants to try that? You do clearly. I'm not saying I want to do this. I'm saying if that's if we're not going then to go don't any further, bring it up. Just a suggestion. I'm just gonna sit with my back against the against this door right here. Okay, Dean. Yo, I want to try a stealth maneuver. I want to try something. Just tell me how plausible it is. Okay. I have the ability to cast Expedious, and I want to just flash through the house. Like, sprint through, take a peek in every room I can. It's kind of my goal here. And if you just want to, like, walk into each room and just kind of see what's in there, that's that's fine. I'll describe the room, but you're not going to be able to, like, notice details and stuff. No, that's fine. I just I'm looking for a kid or a monster, and then I'm trying to come back. So I'm trying to just poke my head into any rooms I can. We'll just go room by room, and I I'll just kind of give you an overview of what you see. And I'm not staying around. That door opens up into a dining hall. Gotcha. Hey, you've been here before. Uh, this room opens up into a kitchen, and is, there's another. Is there any movement? Uh, there's no movement. Okay, I'm leaving. All right. Uh, oh. Second floor. Uh, this appears to be a child's bed uh, bedroom of two children. Okay, moving on. Next one on the right. Uh, this appears to be some sort of library or study. No movement. And I'll jump across. 
Uh, this appears to be some sort of music room. There's kind of a, a piano over here and kind of a harp as well. Uh, nothing, right. nothing significant that you see moving around in here. And I will keep making my way downtown. Oh, this door's already open. Yeah, uh, that's... Can I try the one that's not open? Uh, appears to be a storage closet. So you open this door, and uh, you do see uh, there's a crib in there covered with uh, some black cloth. Okay. It, is there movement? No. Okay. Can I holler down the hall? I think I found the kid. Sure. And they'll hear you, because the stairway is open. That's kind of what I hope. While he's been clearly, this house is, he's, he's gotten on to the fact that this house is not right. He's just kind of sitting there, he's pulled out his holy symbol and just kind of like, playing just like, like you know. Do you, uh, I'm, I gotta ask this, Katar. Do you spend any time looking at the uh, paneled walls down here? Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of <laughs> drinking, he's drinking his water and looking at the paneled walls. Okay. So earlier, as you looked at these wood panels, you saw images of vines, flowers, nymphs, and satyrs. But as you look closer, you can kind of see that inconspicuously woven throughout, some of the vines are actually poisonous serpents. And there are, there are little skulls, human and otherwise, just kind of hidden throughout the picture, as if it's like a find-the-hidden-object puzzle. And that's what prompts him to pull out his whole symbol and start praying. I hear my son and I go up. Uh, I'm gonna keep talking to the kids. Uh, have you, have you guys seen a little girl come through the woods or, like, recently? We don't live in the woods. Okay, but you live by the woods. No, we live in the middle of the village. There are no woods near us. I just stepped out of There's... the woods into this house. I... As, as did I. Are you sure yeah. you haven't? been outside and usually. and the two upstairs uh, the two upstairs came from the city she kind of she kind of looks up at you defiantly and crosses her arms and she's like i think i know where we live idiot <laughs> that's not the way you speak to an adult okay first off well you've off? just come into our house and and yelled at us and and been mean and you haven't helped us at all and you said you were going to i i tried and the thing tried to kill me. The thing that was in your house. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Are you guys? Are you guys child, hungry? Do you want but... anything to eat? It's okay. We had a little bit of food just before you came. Yes, they did. Human meat. What? That's disgusting. Tar's just kind of gonna get up, and um, those doors are open, so he's just gonna kind of walk. Um, actually, I want to open the uh, closet I'm sitting in. And just kind of rummage through there a little bit and see if there's anything else I can find. The only thing that's left in this closet is a top hat on a shelf. I'm actually gonna take that. All right, let's uh, let's go let's go ahead uh, up upstairs again with Brom and Leander, the Lion Brands. But uh, you know, so thanks for being the only one that came. Yep, yep. I guess I'll step in the room and very carefully see if anything's in the crib. You you pull back the black cloth and there is a a tightly wrapped blanket. About the size that you would expect a baby to be lying there in the crib. But I can't see the actual baby. Right. It just looks oh, like the baby wow. is wrapped up in a blanket. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to look back at my dad and say, what are the odds you think that this won't be a kid? Why don't you? Why don't you check it? That's scared. I am terrified. Uh, I just, I grab, I grab the bundle. Do you unwrap it? Yeah. It's just a blanket. Just wrapped up in the shape of a, a swaddled baby. There's nothing inside. Wow. Can I see anything up the window? 
you can see it's still very, very foggy outside, but you can kind of see like a little outdoor balcony area. Uh, the fog is too dense. You can't see past the railing. God damn it. Uh, here in um, this room, as you kind of, as guys kind of look around, there's a there's a, a wardrobe standing open that appears to be empty. There's also a full length mirror here on this wall um, that kind of around the edges are carved ivy and and berries, kind of like it's like it's arching around the mirror. Uh, can I just try the last door then? Uh, these doors uh, appear to be locked and do not open. Oh, good. I look over at my dad and go, "They're locked." Yeah, it's locked. Okay. Isn't that your specialty? I'm good at... I don't know. Slide of hands, not breaking and entering. Hmm. Good to know. Don't patronize me. Um, um, can I, like, jam my dagger in between and see if I can jimmy the lock? Uh, you can certainly try. Like, I like. does it look intricate or, like, you could probably force it? Uh, no, it looks pretty solid. Oh, it does? Yeah. Shit. Okay, well... I don't have the proper tools for this. That door doesn't budge. Let's let's go. We're done here. Okay. Um, you got a pretty cool hammer, but no, that's fine. Let's just leave. I mean... No, don't worry about it. Let's go. I don't want to be breaking somebody else's house. No, we... It's okay. We've already murdered a suit of armor, killed a dead thing, raided and ransacked the house, and you're worried about... No, it's, it's fine. Let's go. You're right. You're, you're the honorable, godly person. Let's do this. Let's go. You're right. This is where we draw... I raise my mace and hit the door at the lock. Nothing. Yeah, well, that didn't work either. No, I, I said we should go. I don't know why you did that. That was really destructive. Can I walk down the hall and see what's around the corner? This is uh, what appears to be a master bedroom. Dusty tiger skin on the floor, uh, makeup table with a box on it, chair at the makeup table, two empty wardrobes. They're empty? So there's nothing really of value. Does it look locked or just closed? Like, can I flip it open with my dagger? I don't want to touch it. For some reason, that degree of separation makes me comfortable. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, so you kind of reach out with your with your uh, dagger and you flip it open. Um, there appears to be uh, some jewelry inside. Hell yeah, there is. There are uh, three gold rings and a thin platinum necklace. Can I pocket all of that? Absolutely. Do you want to pocket the jewelry box too? It's kind of, it it's, um, you know, it's got some, it's got some wood carving, some etchings of, of designs and stuff in it. It might be worth something. Sure. We've sunken as low as thievery now. Oh, when did you come in? Probably. You weren't supposed to see that. Anyways, Mr. Breaking and Entering, uh, I think we kind of searched everything. Haven't found a basement yet, by the way. Fundamental part of this house these kids keep mentioning doesn't exist. Maybe we should bring that up with the group. Maybe what they mean by basement is actually an attic. Why would that? That's the opposite of a basement. Maybe, but they're children. Oh my god. Alright, well let's go ask the children. Either way, we should inform them that, that the baby is no longer here. Sure. Not my problem. Nothing ever is. Oh, so salty. Alright, let's go. Katar is now, he's moved into the kitchen. The kitchen is very tidy. It's very neat. It looks like somebody cleaned up. There's a, this, this is kind of a domed oven down here. Uh, there's a, there's a stove pipe that kind of connects to the wall. Uh, and then there's a door leading deeper into another room. Cool. He's going to aim his crossbow at the door. And then is the door like a push door? Is there a How does the door open? Uh, honestly, it just looks like, um, kind of a, kind of two half doors that swing. 
Inward or outward? Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to push the door open with uh, his sword in the other. The door opens to reveal a pantry. Stocked with food. He's going to definitely take some of that food. You gonna you gonna eat any of it? It looks fresh. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look rotten or moldy or anything like that. Um, on second thought, he's not <laughs> going to eat. <laughs> he is taking the top hat. <laughs> he looks at the food. And then he, 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 he's taking the top hat already because he's always wanted a top hat. He's always wanted to try to, you know, be fancy. And maybe if he was fancier, people would like him more. But he has plenty of food in his bag, and as he reaches for something, he goes, you know what? Maybe not. I've already stolen one thing, and Saloon would not already, is already going to not be happy with me for that. I will leave the food to these clearly needy children, and uh, turn around and just head back into the main... Uh... Are you sure there aren't any shiny red apples in there? I did not save long enough. I want to do one thing, and then I would be willing to just chill. Um, so my dad went down the stairs before me. I want to run back to this room with the mirror. Uh, I want to look in the mirror and whisper, Who's the prettiest of them all? Uh, you do notice that among the ivy and berries around the edges, some of the berries aren't ivy. Some of them are actually eyeballs that appear to be looking at you. Like carved like, I mean, into carved it. into it, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tight. Can I try to move the mirror and see if there's anything behind it? Sure. It's not actually that heavy. The wood that it, the frame is carved out of is actually fairly light. And you grab it, and you kind of, you, you go to grab it to pick it up, and you feel it give a little bit. Like, it, it gives inward. And so you feel it start to move, and you push it a little bit, and the whole wall swings away to reveal a staircase going up. Oh, fuck up. yeah. Going where? Going up. Still not the basement. <laughs> doesn't matter i am a god <laughs> who was recently at one hit point yeah at this point i don't think there's a kid and i think those other kids are full of shit and their parents don't beat them enough and i'm about to straighten them out <laughs> fuck me do i tell you guys oh but i'm greedy uh spooky uh it's dark it's dusty there are cobwebs oh fuck all right i'm gonna take a swig from my stronger version of my flask and I am confidently going to remove the sword that I'm highly skilled with. Okay. <laughs> actually, I'm not actually good at using swords, so I'm going to put my sword in my weak hand. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to cast so, uh, Produce Flame in my strong hand. Okay. And you're going to go up the stairs. As a light source, but a backup. Yeah, and then I'm going to head up the stairs. Okay. Tentatively. So uh, we're going to let the rest of you rest for a second while we see what Brahm's up to. Okay. Oh god yeah. damn it. So yeah, uh, we'll say rest rest. We'll take a short rest. Uh maybe unless you know something happens that interrupts it. Okay. Yeah. Cuz a short rest is it won't, an it hour won't affect or two. you. If I die, it won't affect you guys. Just keep going. <laughs> rest. All right. So Brom, uh you find yourself at the uh top of uh these three these two little flights of stairs. Um and okay. there's a door in front of you. Can is there uh what am I looking at like I mean, just... Shitty door, sturdy door, uh, has it got iron bands on it? This is, uh, no, this is just kind of a normal interior, this is definitely an attic door kind of thing. Okay. You can just open it right up. I will do that. Come into kind of a large open space, very bare, but there's dust and cobwebs just everywhere. 
I'm going to confidently step in the room. You are now standing in the room. There's nothing of interest. There's uh, there's a door up here to your right. There's a door down here around the corner to your left. And there's a pair of doors down the hallway. Ugh. Fuck. Um, I'm going to try this door real quick. That door is locked. Okay, no, I'm leaving. I'm going to go all the way back downstairs and get, be like, hey, I found a secret room. Hey, hey guys, found a secret room. No big deal. Every, everything's fine. We're all good up here. How are you? Found a secret did you, room. Did you find the baby? No, at this point, I don't expect there to be a baby. I kind of like eyeball the kids. It's fun fact. Fun fact. As you turn to look at the children, there are no children near the fireplace. God damn it, I wanted to keep an eye on them. They said they were going to go, you know what, I'm going to go check the front door, the front porch, and see if they're uh, out there. And so Katara's going to head back towards the door they came in. So uh, (laughs) you get out out to the front door, and you reach out, confidently grasp the front door, and it does not budge. I just kind of move it a little more, shake it. Doesn't budge. Can I, from inside the the main room, can I go, no, you got to jimmy it, you got to twist it, you got to lift and push. (laughs) And he's like, I'm, 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 okay, I'm turning and then push and pull. It's it's not no, working. No, turn then push. It's clearly not working. Oh, for the love of saloon. <sighs> oh yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna come back into the main room. The door Dispose won't L. open. Yes. L. The moon is not shining upon us this night. <laughs> Certainly is. I mean, sh- sure, man. Look, we've got disappeared kids. We've got babies that don't exist. We have no basement to speak of. I found a secret room. I don't know if I mentioned that already. The fuck? How did the two kids get away? You were in the room the whole time. We were, Yeah, we were here. I mean, I stepped into the kitchen for a second um, and checked a pantry and um, that and stepped back in. Rowan, did you see anything? Uh, no. Uh, no. I'm, I don't know if I'm, like, falling in and out of... Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm, like, falling in and out of consciousness or, like... But I swear they were just... They were just right there. Ooh. Well, I think the only option is to keep searching the house and see if we can find a way out because that front door is not going to work. I agree. We should stick together, not split up. Agreed. I think the clearest option is this secret room. Clearly, if there's something you don't want found, you're going to hide it. And a secret entrance. I mean, honestly, a, a secret entrance kind of could mean a secret entrance could mean a secret exit. So that's sound logic. Um, Brom, if you want to show us to this secret room. Well, I mean, it looks like we all need to take a knee and hydrate anyways. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, So let's gather ourselves, and then when we're all good and ready, we'll tackle the the secret room. You guys want to take a short rest? Um, Oh, I take that, um, bit of ale I stole from that room, and I give it to him, to Roland, because he looks like he could use a drink. Yes, it's, uh, it's pretty decent wine. Yes, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm in the kitchen. What is this little thing I'm in front of? Is that little spot a door? Like a small door? Yes. I'd like to open that small door. Okay. This uh, leads into... Uh, okay, you're a barbarian. You've spent most of your life away from civilization. This leads yes. into what looks like a tiny, tiny, tiny little room. Tiny room. Check. I'd like to investigate this tiny room. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do to investigate? You just want to look at it? Uh, I'd like to see if there's anything useful in this tiny room. Uh, no, it appears to be empty. I'd like to surmise what it could be. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so you're kind of looking in and you're you're like feeling around and you put your hand on the bottom and it moves a little bit. 
Like you can kind of you can kind of like if you push on the bottom it moves down a little bit and if you push on the top it moves up a little bit. Oh, it's like some sort of lift or something. Is it big enough that a person could fit inside? Uh, none of your companions could fit. Hmm. Is there any sort of mechanism? Oh, wait, are you saying one person? No, none. None of you. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Is there anything like any kind of mechanism uh, other than the the actual platform? Springy lifting itself, or outside of it, maybe. There's a there's a little bell next to it, but that's all. I'd like to ring the bell. Okay, the bell rings. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to grab some food out of this pantry. Okay. And see if I can put it so, on that little lift. Okay. I'm just gonna stand at the door and just kind of watch this. You carry you carry some food from the pantry and you put it in the tiny room. And I want to ring the bell again. Uh, you ring the bell again. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What you doing, you big guy? Uh, the, just experimenting with this tiny room. Gonna peek over and, and see what he's pointing at. Yeah, this is a dumb waiter. Yeah. Yeah. In more yeah. ways than one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. What a, the, okay, so the dumb waiter itself, though, like, no, none of, of us could fit in. No, none of you, none of but, you could even fit in. In the dumb waiter? But what about the shaft? shaft? Yeah. Uh, the question is, where are you going to put the dumbwaiter? Well, it goes up. You just send it up. How do you plan on sending it up? Right, I, I checked to see if there are any mechanisms around. There's, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up that. Can I back that up, please? Um, yeah. There's nothing there. Damn it. But, what if I, uh, you said if he pushes on it, it moves up a little bit? Mm-hmm. Well, it moves Can up. I... It moves up, but then gravity brings it back down. Okay, can I push up on it enough to kind of like get the bottom of it above the lip and kind of lift it up to see if I can see if there's anything underneath it? Yeah, there's about uh, six inches of clearance underneath before it's a solid stone floor. So much for that basement. Right, yeah, no, that's that's what I was trying to figure out. Clearly the basement doesn't exist, so yeah, yeah I'm going to come back in. I'm going to come back in. So we found a dumbwaiter. Um, below it is, in six inches, is solid stone floor. The basement doesn't exist. Correction, Pileus found a dumb waiter. Our savior. Yes, sorry. Our, our, our great lord and savior, Pileus. Um, That's right. <laughs> Not my lord. And Katar says, Katar's like has a little bit of an edge because he's been bullied, but he still kind of is, he got bullied a little because he was a little sarcastic. Um, I think clearly we have to go investigate that secret room. I don't really know what else to do. I um, don't know what else to do. There's a door that's locked upstairs, not part of the secret room that Bromley found. When I inspected it, did it seem like it needed a specific type of key? Like a large or small or... You mean the door to the outside? Was it to the outside? I don't the, know. What the locked one that was upstairs in that bedroom. Yes. Yeah. I to... Out, to the, out to the balcony area that Brom saw from the... the oh, room. yeah, that was a balcony oh, one. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, uh, I mean, that might be... We can jump out. Jump off the second floor and make it out. Okay, I don't know if this actually does anything. It's more of a superstition, but I want to take my dagger and salt the blade. Okay. It's really hard to get salt to stick on the blade of your dagger. <laughs> no, I, it's not going to stick. I know that, but like, I just kind of want to... I've heard this before. I've heard this before. I rub it in, sheath it, and I want to like, make sure no one's watching me, so in case I'm doing something <laughs> stupid... <laughs> So while Brom uh, goes to the pantry and polishes his dagger, he makes sure that nobody watches him. Hell yeah, brother. Hey, 
did... how much time has passed? That uh, one dude go. All of this, all of this double stuff, and 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 polishing the dagger and looking in the other room. It's probably been your short rest is over now. Okay, okay. Cool. So, um, so we want to uh, head towards another door to try to get out. Do we? Are we going to go investigate either this locked door on the balcony or the secret room? Show we could do both. They're right next to each other. Okay. Um, well. Clearly the children aren't real. Clearly, the, yeah, and the baby isn't real. I, for one, believe that we should get out of this cursed place. You guys, uh, where yeah. are you guys headed? Uh, upstairs to the bedroom to the locked door slash secret room. Okay, um, everybody want to grab a door? Uh, yeah, so we can open um, all five and monsters can come out of all five? That's a good plan. Yeah, that's a terrible plan. I'm not one for... I'm speaking so. from experience. Yeah, okay. I hope they're rolling open no doors. <laughs> well, somebody pick a door. Well, this one's locked, so this one's no good. Unless I'll open we this just one. get it open. Pelius okay. opens this door. All right, Pelius just walks, strides across the room, and throws open a door. Confidently. Because he's without fear of death. In this room, there's a, a small writing desk, empty wardrobe, a rocking chair. You can also see that on a shelf next to the window over here, there's a doll. It is smiling. It's wearing a lacy yellow dress. There's also mm -hmm. a, uh, a small bed and a small furnace to keep this area warm. All right. Well, first things I want to burn the doll. Um, <laughs> With what? <laughs> the first thing I want to do is burn the doll in the furnace. Okay. The furnace is not lit. All right. Anyone got some uh, kindling or something? Torch? All I have is a, all I have is a torch and a tinder box. Okay. So you can't, can start uh, a fire. Can't uh, Brom, you make fire in your hands, right? Yeah, but it won't just – I'm not going to let you burn a doll in my hand. I put it in the furnace, it's going to go out, unless we have something to burn. I was going to say, is this worth our time? Yeah. Let's uh, let's check the other doors. Well, I mean, did you check the bed first? All right, hey, I'm going to um, I'm gonna throw him, a, I'm going to toss him a torch. I mean, don't waste a torch. I'll burn it if you have something to burn. All I've got is, I've got a tinderbox. Okay, I take the sheets off the bed and put it in the furnace with the doll, and I burn the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It smells really dusty. Cool. Uh, what's on that desk? Uh, just some, just some paper. Can I, anything that seems to be written on? No. No? Okay. Um, I'm gonna check the drawers and see if there's anything in the drawers. Completely empty. Cool. Alright. All right. The doll is nothing, so. So we got, which, let's see. Is that a door in front of me? Let's check the door, whoever's in front of that other one. It's locked. It's locked? Yeah, so. Uh, one of these can it be picked? Well. You can certainly that try. The, Let's try it. Oh, that was the whole point of coming upstairs. Uh, so try all the doors, not just one specific door. Okay? You're not right. special unique. We're going to try one at a time. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, you feel like you could almost get it, but you have to stop before you break one of your picks. No luck. You could, you no. could keep trying. This, this door isn't locked permanently. Uh, okay. So one more time. Mother, <laughs> yeah, this uh, this lock might be too hard for you. <laughs> so, Katar's just gonna be like, in a okay. very long time. Okay, well, we're gonna let me see if I can break it down. I've, I've had to break down a few doors. All right, just gonna let him do this on yeah. his own, guys, or somebody gonna help him? No, nah, I pull out a crowbar and I try to help him pry it open. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a thing, too. and I'm gonna 
pull and you pull and it takes you guys about 10 minutes, but you finally manage to pull the door open. And as the door swings open, what you see on the opposite wall is a bricked up window. And there are two beds on either side of the window. They're small. They're children-sized beds. Closer to where you walk in, to the right, is a toy chest with windmills painted on its side. And to your left, there's a dollhouse that is a perfect replica for the house in which you stand. Lying in the oh. middle of the floor are two small skeletons wearing tattered but familiar clothing. The smaller of the two cradles a stuffed doll that you immediately recognize. These are the clothes and the doll of the children that you met downstairs. I'm going to take my sword and just kind of, you know, open up the toy chest. Just kind of at, at, a, at a distance. Try to flip it open. So you reach out and you flip the toy chest open. And um, the toy chest itself appears to be empty. Mm -hmm. But those of you who are looking in from the door see that behind him... The children reappear. Uh, cool. So I'm just turning back around. And, and this time, this time rather than solid, they seem a little bit translucent. I told you they were ghosts. Where did I'm you guys slowly, go? I'm going to slowly back out. We were looking for you. What do you mean? We're, you we're dead. We've been in here the whole time. You guys so... weren't downstairs earlier? No, our parents locked us in here and we weren't able to get out. The fuck? Well, you're free now. Let's go, kids. But, but we can't leave. Okay, I mean, you can stay too. That's fine. Please, please don't I'm... leave us. No, I'm not going to leave you. I don't want you to do it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Anyways, cool dollhouse. Um, I, uh, uh, earlier I had kind of like seen, um, um, Brom coming back from the kitchen. And saw a little something on his belt. It's like, you get any more of that, uh, that there's salt? <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm trying to talk to these <laughs> these kids over here. Everyone stay cool. We're cool here. Uh, we're all good here. How are you? Anyways, are, are you back here, to the dollhouse. Are you here to kill the monster? Yeah. Well, well I was no going to play basement. with this really cool dollhouse. But uh, if you want to do the monster thing, we can do that too. Uh, the girl points at the dollhouse and she goes, there's a secret door in the attic. Look Look at the house. Don't look at the house. Don't look at the house. I'm going to look so hard at that house. <laughs> okay. Um, so you you immediately realize there is in fact, there's a secret door in this attic that leads to a spiral staircase that goes straight down to the basement of this house. God damn it. There are also a couple other secret doors that you notice as you're looking through the house. Uh, in the library that you spotted earlier, there's a secret door in there. But the, is one there that goes anything... to the, but the one that goes to the basement is here in the attic. Is there anything related I'm gonna, to the fireplaces? No, no, I'm going to... I want to ask... So uh, the other, uh, so on, the other man in the library. Yeah, there's one in the library, and then there's one up here in the attic. And, and they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't both lead to the same place. No, I know. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. How did you guys get such a really cool dollhouse? Our parents made it for us. Oh, man, your parents must be awesome. They wanted to keep us safe, so they, they locked us in this room to protect us from the monster. But then they never came back. Well, we'll go... Do you guys... Did you have, like, a little brother, or... Oh, why would... Just... No. We were supposed to have one, but he came out dead. Oh, fuck me. Alright, I'm gonna go deal with this monster. You kids yeah. hang out here, please, I'll be please right... Please don't leave. Please don't leave us. Please don't leave well, us. Well, I thought you want me to take care of the monster. 
We do, but we don't want you to leave. Well, I can only do one of those things at a time. Please stay with us. All right, I'll hang out here. They'll go take care of the monster. While uh, we speaking hang of out. which, uh, Katar, did you walk out of the room? Yeah, I sl- once I turned around and saw them, I slowly backed out of the room. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, so the kids weren't downstairs. These aren't related to the kids that were downstairs, so what the fuck was downstairs? I mean, maybe they are. I mean, they look the same. So but they but they, they're related. they do not recognize at any point. I think it's a whole other entity. I, well, I think so, too. I think the other ones were like a setup or something, but... Yeah. Still. Like, I was hoping I could sweet-talk them. <laughs> to let this go. Yeah, you might have done that better better than I have for like, you know, not just casually stepping out of the room. Anyways, I can make this really cool fireball. You guys want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that. I have uh, I have dancing lights. I could have done that. Distracted them. Did one of them disappear? Yeah, uh, you glance over and the oh. little boy is no longer on his bed. Motherfuck. Guys, we, we I don't know what we're gonna do, but those kids are not the kids downstairs. We we need to get out of here. We need we need to get out of here like right now. Okay, well they're nice and easy. We're gonna listen, kid, singular now. Um we're gonna go take care of that monster for you. We're gonna take care of you. Please don't leave. Everything's gonna be alright. No, Arca, you leave. can come with us then. No, that's fine. You can come with us. No, we need to stay here to be safe. We can be safe in other places too though. Please don't leave. I what do you want from me? I can't I want you to do stay. One thing. Okay, I will stay. Okay. Then I sit. What do the rest of you do? So, uh, are we going without him? Uh, anybody? Where you said there was a secret door? Yeah, well I'm a little tied up right now, so I can't hear you right now. I mean, can you describe it so that yeah. we can find it? Like Okay. I would like to get out uh, of this house, and if this is the way go, to do it, I, I, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't really see, so I roughly describe where it's. Sure, at. sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's complicated. I shouldn't be the one going first, but I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um. So this room is just packed with old furniture. There are chairs. There are coat racks. There are mirrors. There are mannequins. There are everything, and it's everything is draped with these white dusty sheets. Um, and there's an iron stove over in the over in the over on the side with what looks like some kind of chest or something covered in a sheet next to it. The secret door, so it's right there. As you enter on your right, you can kind of turn, and that portion of the wall swings in to reveal the door. Well, I found the door. What are we doing, guys? Are we uh, are we gonna go and find this monster, or just say fuck it and die here? Oh, you guys go ahead. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm. There's more people. I'm gonna go wherever there's more people. Bromley? I'll, I'll hang out here. You guys go ahead. I'm not gonna just leave you here with them. No, I said it's all cool. Just go ahead. Just It's okay, it's man. Not. Okay, through gritted teeth, just fucking leave. I go. You guys gonna head down the stairs? So, yep. here's my plan. Once everyone, once it feels like everyone's kind of headed that way, and is like making their way into the... I'm gonna wait like a solid five seconds and just fucking run. Okay. I'm gonna like do a little, you know, small talk in the meantime. But like, like, hey, how's it going? You guys all right? Can I? You, you need any water? Um, and then, like I said, once it's been a couple of seconds, I'm just gonna book it. Um, you dash out of the room. You dash out of the room. Oh, okay. Are you? Hey, um, hey, Alice. You, you coming? <laughs> oh, oh Alice. yeah, yeah. Hi, Alice. Lead, lead the way. Alright, yeah, so I'm just gonna haul ass and just run through where I think the door is, hopefully right behind everyone else. Yeah, and, and you do. Uh, as you all enter the uh, secret stairway, um, go ahead, level up to level two. 
And that's the end of our first session. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you'll come back and listen to episode two. And if you have any constructive criticism or comments, please uh, leave them either on Reddit or Facebook, wherever you found this audio. Thank you.